Welcome to Live Fully, an Etha Naturals podcast. I'm Etha co-founder, Alexander, and with me is head of customer service, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> because Father's Day is fast approaching, I thought it would be fitting that Amanda and I share stories about our dads and how they use Kratom. Let's get started. So, Amanda, does your dad use Kratom? Yes. So when we first started Ita, he was all about it, supporting everything I do, blah, blah, blah. But then obviously I started taking it. Obviously it worked. So then my parents have their, you know, as they get older, they get more sore, more tired. They always tell me, you'll see once you get older, you get older. Make sure that you get yourself situated now because once you get older, it's going to be hard to get out of bed and I'm like, okay, whatever. I was trying to convince my dad to take Kratom because he had issues with his knees. He had arthritis in his knees. So he would take ibuprofen every day. Wow. Every day throughout the day. And at that time, he was working. He used to be a truck driver for years. So he was always up and down, up and down, moving around long hours. So his body took a toll. At yeah, there's a lot of hard work, especially mm-hmm. about moving stuff around in the back. Yeah. At this point, he was at Qualcomm. Uh, kind of like shipping and receiving. So okay. he was still moving up and down ladders. So that was a lot of strain on his knees. And I told him, I have this. You want to try it? And he's like, mm, I don't know. He was very like old school guy where like if a doctor doesn't prescribe it, it's not going to work. So it took a long time for me to finally convince him to take it. And he, I gave him, I started off with the veins first because I didn't know if, if the, at the time premium blends were going to be too strong for him. Uh, I just wanted to start start him off easy. So he took it. I kind of snuck in the midday gold because he, sometimes he's a little anxious, but he doesn't want to admit it, you know, guy, prideful. So I was like, yeah, it's pain, 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 whatever. Let him use it for a week. I asked him, hey, how are you, how are you feeling? Is it working? Is it not? Do you need more? Do you need something else? And he's like, actually, I went from taking ibuprofen every single day to Kratom every three days, two to three days. I don't know what the science is behind that, where he has to take less. Maybe his body is more sensitive to it, so he it stays in his system longer. I don't know. But he really enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, well, do you feel anything else other than pain relief? And he's like, you know what's interesting? And I said, what? He's like, I feel less angry. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. And he's like, and that's the only thing I've changed, because he has medication and stuff for other stuff. And... He's like, that's the only thing I've changed. And I'm assuming because, oh, my knee feels better. I'm in a better mood. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's why. That's why. So that was how it started. And then eventually I bumped him up to midday, like my mom, like I mentioned in the Mother's Day podcast. And they're fine. They love it. They're, like, very supportive of Itha. They always want us to do great. They always promote us to their friends. Now my uncle takes it. He had, like, back issues and stuff. And he also likes midday. Um... And then now, long story short, years passed, COVID happened, came and gone. He had to get an amputation mm-hmm. on his leg. Now, going from two full legs to now an amputation above the knee and then another leg, obviously the full leg, your body takes a toll because now the weight that yeah, you carry. Yeah, your body's shifting and mm-hmm. like, yeah, your body compensates in amazing ways. Yes. So, it's- so his upper body took a big toll on it because he had to move his body and when you're not used to moving your body with your arms or anything your arms his arms are dying because he's not used to it and you know you never notice how much like 
we take for granted walking with two legs until you don't have it. So his body was taking a toll and it was an adjustment, of course. And the Kratom has helped him with the pain that he's had from moving around and stuff like that. So he's enjoyed it. He's still taking midday. I don't think he's steered from it. I have given him stuff for nighttime sunset because, you know, with the lifestyle change and everything, there is some stress factor to it. So like he did have some trouble sleeping, but he stayed loyal to midday, of course. And sunset, sunset has helped him go to sleep really well and it's relaxed him. And to this day, I mean, he's still taking it. He hasn't complained. He hasn't asked for like something strong or anything like that. So it's helped him a nice. lot. That's a really good story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my parents, my dad, and both my parents also took a long time to try Kratom. I think about a year and a half or so after I was kind of first started ETA and kind of was finding success with it. And I mean, my parents are also unfortunately in the state of Indiana, which is one of the six states that did decide to ban Kratom back in 2016 because of the misinformation FDA put out. It is, I mean, fortunately, just last month, the Indiana House did reverse the ban with like a, with one of the, like fifth, Bill 1500. So they're in the process of unwinding it, but it did get, I think, shut down in the Senate. So now it's, it's kind of a long process to kind of go through both the House and the Senate and when those things get overturned. So it is on a good path. So we do need more support in Indiana. But unfortunately, my parents can only, they only really take Kratom when they come and travel and see me somewhere. And I always bring Kratom because my dad has had a lot of health issues and he's had two knee replacements. And then because he was getting knees replaced, he kind of like put off surgery on his back. So he has back pain, knee pain. And he was, that comes from, he was very active. He used to do a lot of projects and like uh, house repairs, so kneeling all the time, kind of putting a lot of stress. So obviously, kind of to your point, we get older, and if we don't take care of our bodies, it's going to catch up with us later. That was the hard thing about my dad, too, was he was, not only was he doing the truck driving, but he would do a lot of stuff at home, so his body would take a toll. Yes. And then going from doing yep. all that to not doing that is also an adjustment, because, you know. Mentally, right? Yeah, my, and, yeah, my dad was going through the same mental side of not being able to do as much, so he kind of feels... You know, depressed or down that he just can't his body yes. won't yeah but you know my dad found um his thing now like he's into making cutting boards oh, or cool. any kind of woodwork now obviously it's not the same thing as before you know when you're on the saw on the table saw you can just you know stand there and do it but now he has to figure out makeshift a way for him to do it safely and so he's literally built himself a workshop in the <laughs> in the garage and he spends a lot of time there and he sells a lot of them. So it's That's like cool. That's his really cool. thing where like it brings him joy. He still feels like he's doing something with his hands. He's an old school guy where he's like he has to work with his hands, nothing else. So your dad sounds slightly determined. I mean, just slightly. oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, he wants to do like a business thing and all that. But, you know, it's cool. He needs. To, he's like talking about his LLC and all these things, and I'm like, yeah, sure, Dad. And he can barely manage through Facebook and Instagram, so <laughs> we got to help him out a little bit. Uh, but he's very determined. He does sell a lot of um, cutting boards, security boards, whatever you want to call them. He makes Mattel like this Mickey Mouse one. He just made Mattel. Uh, Mattel's my nephew. Um, made him like a a sword. He made him a skateboard the other day. Like, he just makes a bunch <laughs> yeah. of stuff for him. So he can do it. He's always been a woodworker. He's always done all that cool stuff. But now that he has more time on his hands and he can actually dedicate to it versus, like, you know, to us, the kids or the grandkids or, like, work, it's, like, he it's showing how much of a craft it is for him. So it's pretty cool. 
What's his Instagram handle? I need a new um i have to include it in the description because he changed it because he replaced it with joanna and mateo's name versus my my name and my brother so i think it was it used to be aj woodwork so amanda and jose and i think it's mj now because it's mateo and jose so like all the passwords and everything are now like nothing related to us at all with our numbers and it's now about the grandkids but I think I left it at AJ Woodworks. But I think he asked me to change it. I can't remember. But I'll tag it in the bottom so you guys can see. Yeah. He's bigger on Facebook. But, yeah. Cool. Do you find that you had to remind your dad to take Kratom? Because for me, it's it's like, for me, it's not a pattern that my dad or parents have gotten into. But every time, like, when I see them, it's like, do you want some Kratom? They're like, oh, sure, let me try it. And then it's like, how you feeling? Oh, I guess kind of better. But for, I don't know, at least for my parents, maybe they're more stubborn and they don't kind of adopt as much or change as much. Um, No, my dad's very, like me, very, like, structure. He really likes patterns and stuff. So, like, if you tell him to do something at a certain time, most likely he will do it at a certain time. But he sometimes forgets in general because he has, like, a lot of things going on. However, after the amputation, you know, when there's no leg there anymore your body goes through a lot of medical stuff so now he has to take like vitamins iron all these things so he has to take medication every day now and he puts it in his regimen so now it's not a big problem before maybe but my mom is a problem child (laughs) i swear she's as worse as john and she's barely gonna be two she hates because well also too i don't blame her like during covid when we had covid I shove so many vitamins down her throat that now, like, she can't even think of elderberry, like, the smell, the taste, the word. (laughs) She, like, gives me, like, a yucky face and all that. She's the one that's harder. She'll be like, oh, my God, my head hurts or, like, something. I'm tired. I was like, take Kratom. She's like, oh, later, later, later. She's the one that has a hard time, like, actually taking it. My dad doesn't. He's really, he's into regimens and stuff, so. With him, definitely not. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, that's my. I think my parents are opposite. My mom was always the one that is staying on top of what to take and has everything going. So yeah, but she she has a background in. She uh, was a pharmacist. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So she was very much into the dispensing side and then the supplement side and kind of knowing all those. Yeah, like to your point, elderberry and like zinc and all the supplements that mm-hmm. would actually help with sickness. Yeah, it's it was nice having a pharmacist as a mom growing up. <laughs> Did she teach you a lot of stuff? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's the only reason I know anything along the pharmacokinetics of, or why I'm interested, I guess, in the uh-huh. pharmacokinetics of Kratom and kind of knowing some of the background of just how drugs work and then how the FDA kind of influences as well as in generic drugs and some of the complications as patients that can kind of see some of those issues that come up. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was I was surprised just growing up because... Mm, Electronic records being connected is a very recent thing. I mean, now when I go to the doctor, the doctor will input a prescription that automatically goes to a pharmacy. And that's really only within the last, I don't know, decade or two that that's really happened. And so when I was growing up, my mom would be kind of the person receiving a bunch of prescriptions. (laughs) Well, not even before that. Like people would walk in with handwritten notes and give it to her. And then she would have to go and validate it. And so like she used to do everything from, you know, look at signatures of doctors and be like, that signature looks funny like I've seen this doctor Mm. before this one looks funny and go call the doctor and find out that oh someone is maybe trying to get a prescription they're not actually getting from their doctor so she would do deal with that kind of stuff to things where people or patients would come in with multiple doctors and because doctors never talked to each other or at that point they didn't have the connected records 
So she would get two prescriptions from you know, the same person would have it and be like, well, I can't give this to you because they would interact with each other. And so the pharmacist would be oh. kind of that first line of defense of drug interactions or making sure that, or then also same thing too, supplement interactions. So that's just how I became so interested or aware of some of the complications around prescription drugs and supplements and foods and what kind of interacts on that side very early. Mm. So then growing up, did you enjoy learning, I guess, about that? Or is this kind of like your way of life because it's your mom that's a pharmacist? I mean, I'm super curious about how things work. So I think it just kind of fed into that general curiosity. So did your dad enjoy having your mom as a pharmacist and telling her to take this vitamin, take that vitamin kind of thing? Um, I'm sure it's more this? like, yeah, love, hate kind of thing. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things of very much appreciative of having that knowledge and skill, but then... Uh, being reminded constantly, I'm sure, is probably not my dad's favorite thing. <laughs> oh, your dad and my dad sound very familiar. Yeah. Definitely sounds familiar on my on our end as well. Oh, well, is um, when's the last time you seen your parents? It's been a little while. Christmas, um, I think. I want to say. Or... Yes. Yeah. When I went home to Christmas, my family all got together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not since Christmas though. But that's in Indiana or? Yes. Uh, Indiana and Chicago is where most of my family, between those two, we kind of cover so they didn't my take... small, small family. <laughs> so they didn't take Kratom at that time, huh? Um, I think they did because we came to Chicago and I had quite a bit of Kratom around that time since I was traveling. I brought some back. And so, yeah. Was... What is what is their favorite Kratom? Mm. When they do take it or they're here or they're... Yeah, it's mainly, I go for, I give my dad sunrise and sunset. So a lot of sunrise in the morning and afternoon, and then towards kind of like late afternoon, evening, I'll switch over to sunset for him to kind of keep that. And it's mainly just like, it's the discomfort, pain relief, kind of tightness. He has a lot of just, I mean, there's a lot of the, like the knee replacement and the back pain causes all that pain for him. But then his body, you know, is that compensates and he tries to kind of work through all of that that pain in that side kind of locks up and gets tight and functions, but it, yeah, causes a lot of that stress and tightness that has to, the sunset really helps with. Yes. I know because you like sunset during the day and I can't do sunset. It relaxes me too much. Mm. <laughs> Since he doesn't have the accessibility to create because of where he lives, do you know what he does in replacement? Does he take some vitamins? Does he do stretches? Because I know you're into all that, like alternative stuff. So I wonder, I mean, maybe I'm I'm almost answering my own question because I'm pretty sure he's like my dad. Sounds like my dad. Yeah, my dad does probably close to zero exercise. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, unfortunately. And that's one of the hard things of trying to have a family member help take care of themselves and kind of mm-hmm. get better. It's You can kind of provide information or provide, I, I mean, I provide Kratom, provide, you know, vitamins that side. I've given them a lot of like a dietary supplement mushrooms. So that side of like mm. lion's mane to try and help with kind of the, like the nerve, like neurodegeneration and just that type of rebuilding. So I try to give them supplements and my mom's pretty good about I try to give my dad side. lion's mane too because now that he's getting older, he is like, yeah. you can tell a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, nope, I'm not taking it unless Ita makes it. He's like, I don't trust any alternative medicine or anything unless Ita makes it. And I was like, oops. I have a hard time getting things through to them. I don't know if they're going to do lion's mane, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, we we appreciate the dedication, but we also understand why 
because I mean, there is so much, there's a lot of amazing efficacy when it comes to natural products. Mm -hmm. But then yes, as consumers, it's very, very hard for us consumers to get the natural products we think we're getting. We are mm-hmm. yes. getting these supplement capsules that have just kind of fillers in them, or they have all filler or mostly filler. And that's kind of the biggest concern as a consumer that we have. I learned a lot from here with you guys, like learning about the supplements and stuff. And then like adding, you have to add a flow agent in order for a capsule to be filled. And I was like, that's an added something to it. I was like, well, I never thought of that. Or like, you, when I say, I think that something is good, I obviously either give it to you or Victor. Um, but Victor will like demolish it saying that, oh, this is not sugar free. This has other stuff. And this is even worse. And I'm like, damn it. Okay. So this is not a good option. Or like all that's, I realized working in this industry that not every, just because it says it's sugar free or that it's this or that on the label doesn't necessarily mean that it is that. Um, or a good example right now that's trending is a great value thing uh brand and walmart okay a lot of their products have fish products so like marshmallows have sardines or some kind of fish ingredient in there that's super interesting i haven't looked into it allegedly i don't know you know legal otherwise i'm not sure if that's 100 percent true because i I didn't get to look into it all the way but those fillers are in there and i was like what the heck yeah, I could. I mean, so yeah, so part of that, the reason that makes it hard for consumers is that in the US, there's a lot, there's quite a few loopholes when it comes to food labeling. And so yes, there, if especially if ingredients are less than like half a gram or half a percent, mm-hmm. then they can almost be admitted from labels in the US. And that's why we can have all these additives and not even know about it. And it's really frustrating as a consumer. And then I've gone through it too, as I've tried to get ingredients for some of our drinks and other products Mm -hmm. it's weird because it'll be i mean even from wholesale manufacturers or from manufacturing of raw ingredients they'll claim to have say a hundred percent of this ingredient but then if i start looking through the detailed documentation i'll see something like an allergy report that shows a positive for like a corn allergy which is like well why is there a corn allergy and then it gets into the details. Oh, they actually add a little bit of like dextrose or like multi-dextrose from corn derivative. But they don't label any of that unless you dig into like, you know, the fourth or fifth certificate of analysis that shows, oh, there's an allergy report. And so it's that kind of confusion that makes it really hard to even just shop or as a consumer find what we want. I know even I gave Victor a little packet the other day where it said like immunity and energy or something. And I guess like the base amount for an immunity for elderberry is like, like i don't know let's say 10 that that dose has less than one yeah but it too, claimed right? it to have elderberry that it's super food blah 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 and i'm like wow to power up marketing <laughs> interesting well, yeah cool. it does i mean it makes it hard and yeah hopefully we kind of keep growing so that we can expand etha into that knowledge base of providing consumers that information they need because it's not just simply here's an ingredient And because I mean, Kratom is that way. I mean, if I, I always kind of make that, I I started wondering about other dietary supplements or other herbal teas because (laughs) I mean, I've had trouble sleeping as an example, like throughout my life. And so I tried like chamomile tea and it, or like there's other kind of like sleep aid teas in the market that are herbal products. And I look at that little tiny bag, that tea bag in there, and it has like valerian root or California poppy and chamomile, all these herbal products. Yeah. But then if I look at Kratom, well, 
for Kratom to be an effective amount for me for pain relief or just any kind of help, I need probably around two and a half to three grams, depending on that percentage of mitragynine in it. And that would be a pretty big tea bag. So I wonder those, I mean, those small tea bags that you get in the grocery store are definitely too small when it comes to Kratom amounts. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, is that the same, maybe like chamomile tea, if I just took say a larger amount of it then it may actually help me sleep like i want it to or like so like that's kind of some of the questions that i go through but would you just well i guess if you have a bigger tea bag it'll be more concentrated but would you have to drink more less well yeah i mean it's kind of like i'm not i'm not sure what in chamomile tea is causing the kind of relaxation of that side Mm -hmm. i have not gone deep into the you know pharmacokinetics of it but it's, it's kind of that question, okay, what is the potency of that chamomile tea? And then am I taking enough of it to kind of get that minimum amount needed? I mean, to your point of elderberry, you kind of need a certain amount to get that, you know, immune system response to it. So yeah, I'm you... sure it's kind of like most food products. There's, there's some amount you need to consume. And then it's probably different for each person, too. And then and it's coated with a lot of sugar also. Or non-sugar, yeah. that is sugar, but it's not sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's amazing like, how many yeah, names for sugar there are in food products. And you're like, um, that's sugar, that's sugar, that's yes. sugar. That? <laughs> um, it's funny because we get samples for Kratom stuff. Like, you know, everybody always wants to do like a gummy or something. So we get samples sent. So like, for example, the gummy we had not too long ago, I was like, at first it was really good because it was coated in sugar. But then once you like swallow it, you have the lingering extract taste. And I was like, that's nasty. Uh, so then what do you take for sleeping? If you have trouble with sleep and you try um, teas. Yeah, I mean, I mainly I mainly try to keep my workout schedule going. Mm-hmm. And then... Tire yourself Yeah, up. I mean, and I sleep better definitely when I, say, turn off electronics at night, kind of turn down the lights and kind of meditate and kind of... So it's more about the routine that I try to focus that on works. yeah it definitely helps a lot a lot are you are you like a runner i know you do soccer i used to i mean i kind of i do more of like gym workout and like oh, kettlebells okay. a lot to kind of get lower glute strength and lower back strength and then i do a lot of mountain biking mm. um, oh, okay. yeah maybe are... try running because my oh looked up in high school my coach she used to be a runner and she said that would help her like really like get really tired of sleep because she also had time sleeping but you know back then i didn't know nothing about kratom but that that helped her or like doing um crosswords or word searches and stuff like that it helped her like tire your mind out so that you could just like knock out when you get home yeah that'd be good well that's great to hear i'm glad your dad is doing good and i'm glad my dad doesn't use as much kratom anymore Thank you for tuning in and getting more insight into how my dad and Amanda's dad utilize Kratom to help them live fully. If you learned anything or enjoyed yourself, we'd really appreciate it if you support us by shopping at ethanaturals.com for all of your Kratom needs. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us on our social media at ethanaturals or email us at podcast at ethanaturals.com. Until next time, I'm Alexander. I'm Amanda. And as always, live fully. fully.